Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, all two of us. <laughs> Is that what you meant? You and me? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, or you meant the thousands of people here on the live studio audience. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Because <laughs> it's spooky, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's spooky, right? Not because they hate us. No. Well, why would they be here? Well, maybe they came came here to hate us. Yeah. Have you ever um, met someone that you had such animosity towards each other, but mm-hmm. then you um, slept together anyways in a night of lust? Uh, no. They're hate watching us, is what I'm oh. saying. Um, I mean, I've definitely like kept people on social media that I hate every time I see their posts, but for some reason you just like keep it because you like kind of having a bit of that rage every once in a while yeah you know what i mean feels good to have it <laughs> does feel good to have it yeah i think it makes you feel like a big man you know i think that's the art we're losing in today's day and age it feels good to complain feels good to whine oh i'm and not it doesn't, losing that and it doesn't matter that uh you're doing it doesn't mean you're having a bad time i'm having a great time when i'm complaining exactly and that's why today's episode is all about airing our grievances that's what today's episode is all about folks no guests because we're sick of their shit we don't need any of that we're here to say what we think and what's on our minds right yeah here's right. what here's what i truly think about all past 330 mm-hmm. guests that we've had Starting in alphabetical order. That's right. We're running down the list. We're naming names, and we're putting people on blast. No, but what we do oh, have today, we're actually, not? Damien. Uh, well, can no, we air a few grievances maybe later? Well, I'll, I'll let you air one as soon as I uh, tell the listeners, okay. give them a reason to stick around. All right, all right. Well, I mean, maybe they want to know what I'm mad about, because I'm <laughs> mad as hell. Maybe. I think you're going to have to bring them around to it. <sighs> Okay. Um, but I have a, a list here of the most haunted places in the world. We've gone over a couple of them in mm-hmm. past episodes, but we haven't gone back to the list to uh, keep on chugging through. Mm-hmm. So since it's just the two of us today, we can get through quite a few of these haunted places. Right. We're going to have to do like an omnibus once we do them all and put them all together in one big, long, continuous episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's what we'll have to do. We'll do a little intro, a little outro, clip it all together, and you can listen about all the haunted places in the world and how mad we are about them. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I am. And if that doesn't happen, then you know that Damien gave up on it. That's true. <laughs> I can have an idea. Doesn't mean I have to follow through. <laughs> so what's your grievances? You got one? Well, you know, we're we doing... Oh, well, I don't know. Well, grievance number one is all these damn ghost stories that don't mean anything. (laughs) Well, you do a ghost podcast, buddy, so I don't know. I didn't start doing a ghost podcast. I started as improv, and we changed to this now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me go over the first one here. Yeah. And uh, maybe they'll win you over on ghost stories. That's another grievance I have. Always having to start with the first one. Why can't we start with number three? Well, technically, this is down the list because we've... There we go. Proves my point. Yep. Everyone's always starting at the top of the list. Why don't we start in the middle? This is turning into a Seinfeld bit or something <laughs> now. 
<laughs> well, he, that's what the show's all about, right? Him and his grievances. Yeah, I guess so. And Larry David's too, I guess. Well, let me take you all the way to Iceland. Yes, Gunnivor Iceland. Yeah, I heard it's really expensive there. Well, it's also haunted. Mm. Do you think it's expensive because it's haunted, or is it haunted because it's expensive? Um, these like some bougie ghosts? I don't think that they're correlated. I don't think haunting br- drives up property value in any way. No. I think it brings it down. Sometimes it seems like the poorer the country, the more haunted it is. But this seems to be the opposite. Mm-hmm. Wealth with ghosts. Yeah. Do you think it's because rich people can afford exorcisms? Um, do they cost money? I think the like the Vatican does it for free. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. But you have to get in touch with the Vatican, and that can be hard to do. Well, I, all those collect calls. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> you, you think the Pope's just got like a hotline phone, and he's just picking it up? It's like, hello? No, nobody. <laughs> hello? Oh, dang. I was hoping an exorcism today. <laughs> hello? He might. He might. If you were already, if you already thought Iceland had an under on otherworldly quality to it if you already thought that yeah i guess <laughs> i don't think i did but sure just wait until you hear the story behind gunnivor it says the area is named after gunna a woman who lived on this slice of the wreck peninsula some uh 400 years ago i said peninsula <laughs> like i didn't know that word <laughs> After dying of starvation, her spirit came back home to violently murder her former landlord and his wife. The local townspeople called upon a priest to take care of their little ghost problem. Doesn't sound like a little ghost problem. This is murder. Wait, why would... Okay, so you died of starvation. Why would you come back and kill your landlord and your (laughs) wife? There was other grievances that uh, are unknown to the story. For me, it feels like you had one of your basic needs met, shelter. Mm -hmm. And the people who are providing that are the ones that you end up killing. So, I don't know. Well, maybe they were charging too much. Maybe it's like today. I know that's what's going to happen now with the rent prices increasing. People are going to die. They're going to become ghosts. They're going to start killing landlords. And then maybe that's going to drive the housing market down. Well, yeah. If you're if you're spending all of your money on rent, then exactly. you can't get food and then you starve. So, so it's maybe this is, a, this, is, this is a look into what's going to come. Well, the priest uh, took Gunna, mm-hmm. the ghost of Gunna. Are you going to go my way? Into a boiling hot mud pool. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the priest mud wrestled the ghost in a boiling hot pool of mud? And left her there for eternity. Eternity? While no other supernatural murders have occurred since that day, some visitors claim to catch a glimpse of Gunna's ghostly figure through the billowing mist of the pools from time to time. Okay, so dumped it into like a muddy hot spring and we're like, good enough. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be fine. Yeah. You know what this feels like? It feels like the priest was probably the one who murdered the people and then just said, I got rid of the ghost. Everything's fine now. And then stopped murdering. <laughs> murdered them, left his card yeah, <laughs> yeah. conveniently on the fridge. They're like, oh, we should call him. <laughs> and it worked out and he got away with it. Yeah. Makes sense to me. That's what I think happened. <laughs> uh, what about Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah? Savannah, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Bonaventure? Bonaventure. Bon Aventure? Bon Aventure. Are you trying to do like Italian or? 
I'm confused. <laughs> well, that's just how I, I say it. Oh, okay. I am indeed Italian, Damien, so I have to say it that way. That's true. That's true. The entire city of Savannah is pretty much one giant ghost story. Nothing else goes on there other than hauntings. Right. But few city spots evoke quite as much reverence as Bonaventure Cemetery, overflowing with moody Spanish moss and time-worn Victorian monuments. Bonaventure sounds like a, like an amusement park, not a cemetery. Come on down to Bonaventure. I think that's in Montreal. Is it? <laughs> Would that be good adventure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, there are many notable figures buried there. Mm-hmm. The Funnel Cake Man. Like sin- singer Johnny Mercer and poet Conrad Aiken. I don't know these people. But it's the grave of Gracie Watson that dark tourists should flock to. Dark tourists? Yeah. Well, the, there was that whole uh, show, Dark Tourism. Yeah, that's where you go look for dark things. Yeah. Like death and ghosts. And, and stuff. then there was the one episode where all of the women were super uh, juiced up about serial killers. Yeah. And they're all like so horny for them. But yeah, I said juiced up. <laughs> that's what you meant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, having well, I thought d- you meant they were all like on steroids and getting jacked for them. <laughs> well, I guess that could be a thing, too. <laughs> Gracie Watson died um, at just six years old. Her grave is marked by a life-size marble statue with her hand resting on a tree stump, symbolizing her life cut short. Many visitors place toys at her grave, and some have reported seeing the ghost of Gracie near the site. Other spooky accounts of the cemetery include inexplicable sounds like crying, uh, like crying babies and barking dogs, and creepiest of all, statues suddenly smiling as people approach them. Mm. Sounds like people are just scared of this terrifying statue. Barking dogs, I mean, you're outside. so Yeah, and there can be dogs anywhere. <laughs> you're in a cemetery, someone could be crying. And when you get closer to something, then you realize with a little bit of light and vision, you're like, oh, it's smiling. Yeah. With a little light <laughs> and some tenderness. So, sorry, Bonaventure. You watch the statue smile. Makes you crap your pants. <laughs> Thank you, Hootie. <laughs> the <laughs> what about the Forbidden City in Beijing, China? Okay, I've heard of this place. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, no trip to Beijing is complete without a visit to the Forbidden City. Don't they talk about that in uh, Shanghai Nights, the second one? Maybe. I feel like that, because I think that's the one with, like, the princess, right? From You've watched it more than I. Probably. But it's been a few years. So, um, China's former imperial palace that now serves as a museum, but you might not know that the popular tourist, tourist destination has quite the reputation among supernatural enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. During the 600-year tenure as a palace, the complex... Uh, the complex had its fair share of murders, whether from jealous concubines poisoning one another or executions performed at the emperor's behest. Needless to say, there have been many reports of strange phenomena since the pla- uh, the palace opened the public to the public in the 1940s. The most common story involves a woman dressed in white, as most good ghost stories do, strolling around the grounds <laughs> and sobbing. So, okay. Another just crying person. Do you think um, Do you think these ghosts are all in white 
because they uh, accidentally used too much bleach in the wash. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. No, I think that it's um, like from my experience of uh, seeing ghosts, that it's more of like a glowing light a lot of the time. So it's probably just lights can glow other colors. Not these ones. I'm I, just saying lights. I haven't can. seen them. You ever seen a rainbow? Well, yeah, but that's different colored lights. Yeah, but I'm saying with these ghosts, like you, mm-hmm. most the majority of lights that illuminate are more white, more <laughs> you know. No, what do you mean you don't know? That's that's the majority that you see of light. You're not. Seeing... Are you talking about like electric lights? Yeah, it's because they make or them like that way. When you look at stars. If you got up closer, they wouldn't be white, though. No, but when you look at stars... Staring at the sun. Maybe if you got up closer to this woman in the white dress, she wouldn't be. Yeah, she'd be a rainbow. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying, from I my think, experience... I think hell is filled with bleach, and then you die, you get dunked in it, and you come out, and you're bleached. So you think these uh, ghosts are all hell spawns? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And uh, what they do is they dunk them to purify them, and then they throw them up here to dry off before they can come back and live in hell. Damn. Okay. So that's what hauntings are. It's just people out in the line to dry. Well, I mean, we've been going all over the place now. Mm -hmm. You want to bring it back home. And we want to bring it back to Ireland. Oh. (laughs) Back to one of my other homes. Right. I mean... Uh, I my dad worked in an Irish pub for several years. Wasn't that just cultural appropriation? Not for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess maybe it was. <laughs> uh, built it. Uh, this is Leap Castle in Ireland. Uh, built at some point between the 13th and late uh, 15th century, the Irish castle has seen more gruesome deaths than a Game of Thrones wedding. Oh, I don't know that reference. <laughs> I know that reference and I haven't seen the show. I know that reference too. I was yeah, just kidding. see? But I've never seen it, so I don't know how many exactly. I assume that it was a few. Quite a few. Four or five. It was a wedding. Whoa. But you know what you need for and the wedding? You only need uh, four people for the wedding bride, groom. You only need that, but the there's priest. always more than that. Or uh, groom, groom, or bride, bride, or bride, bride, groom, groom. Well, in. Bride, groom, groom, bride. In I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, I'm pretty sure it's just Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and Rob Schneider in the room. I, don't you need a witness, though? Can I get a witness? Well, the witness was the priest. The priest can't witness and officiate. <laughs> That's not fair. Well, well, maybe they can. I don't know. Yeah, he's there. Because anytime like, you see even like uh, when they reference like those Vegas weddings where you like Elvis like marries you, there's always like one bum sitting in the things who has to be there to be the witness. Right. Well, what if make it official? What if we made a deal that mm-hmm. um, we get married? I witness you. You witness me. You may kiss the bride. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, <laughs> but I guess if we had an outer body experience, we could do that. Yeah. Do some uh, insidious stuff. Go into a fugue state. That'd be good. That would be good. As legend has it. And then you save on catering. (laughs) As legend has it at the Leap Castle, during a struggle for power within the O'Carroll clan, Mm -hmm. uh, which had a fondness for poisoning dinner guests. (laughs) A fondness? (laughs) Oh, honey, I can't wait to bring the neighbors over. I'm going to poison those fucks. 
One member plunged a sword into his brother, a priest, um, as he... Oh, his brother, a priest. Okay. As he was holding mass in the castle's chapel. The room is now called the Bloody Chapel, and the priest is said to haunt the church at night. The horror doesn't end there, at least not according to the macabre's uh, history outlined on Leap Castle's website. <laughs> I like how it talks. It like starts off saying they love poisoning each other, and then the story they tell is someone being stabbed. <laughs> During renovations in the early 1900s, workmen found a secret dungeon in the Bloody Chapel with so many human skeletons. They filled three cartloads when hauled away. The dungeon was designed so that prisoners would fall through a trapdoor, have their lungs punctured by wooden spikes on the ground, and die a slow, horrific death within earshot of the sinister clan members above. Hmm. Yeah. Again, nothing about poison, though. Hmm. So no, that was just one of the many times it was. I'm just saying they said that there was more deaths in this castle than a Game of Thrones wedding. I believe it. My problem is, is the preface they're starting with is that it's going to be about poisoning. It was and like, then you tell three different stories no. and none of them have to do with poisoning. It said that, it said they had. A, by the way, they had a fondness for poisoning. A too. love That's of another... poisoning their guests, implying that a lot of people were poisoned, but not giving a story, and then immediately saying, "Oh, then this guy got stabbed, and then we dumped these people into a dungeon." Well, that gave you some more unique stories because if you're like, "Oh, they poisoned fucking John from down the road, and then they poisoned fucking," well, Billy. maybe they said they had a big dinner party where they poisoned everybody there, and they all died. Like you could you're. You're teasing me with this poisoning, and then you don't do anything with I it. Mean, it's Chekhov's gun here, brother. Let your imagination run a little bit wild for a second and imagine that the poison was there. We got different stories. I mean, the poison covered quite a bit. Maybe it was a poison tip sword. I think you're too hard on this list. I don't think I am. This is my grievance today. Don't lead your story with something and then not follow through with it. It's horse shit, especially in something so short. Well, uh, get how, it together. How about I take you to Chai Town? <laughs> okay. The Oriental Theater in Chicago. Okay. Ghosts are said to haunt the Oriental Theater, formerly um, changed from the Iroquois Theater. I mean, they're not doing a good job either way. <laughs> well, they didn't. They wanted it less um, appropriating of calling it the Iroquois Theater, so they called it the Oriental <laughs> Theater. <laughs> <laughs> right in the loop area of downtown chicago where almost 600 people perished after a fire famously broke out in 1903 even though the theater was completely rebuilt and rebranded rebuilt rebuilt spirits of the dead remained apparitions have been seen in death alley the street behind the theater <laughs> where bodies were stacked after the disaster death alley um and this is now a common stop uh, for Chicago ghost tours. Mm. So you go get a deep dish pizza, you take a stroll down Death Alley. Mm -hmm. And I can click it here and go to Gangsters and Ghouls in Illinois, American <laughs> Ghost Walks. Uh, that um, doesn't sound as cool as they think they think it is. <laughs> Gangsters and Ghouls in Illinois. Come on down. Well, what, what's... Uh, I guess you can decide what the uh, scariest country is after we hear these stories. I guess we can lead with that tonight. That's true. But I, I got to go to South Africa with you now. Well. Let's give them a chance. Yeah. It's the Castle of Good Hope. Okay. 
It's a sprawling building near the shoreline of Table Bay in Cape Town. The Castle of Good Hope dates back to 1666, making it the oldest colonial building in South Africa. Colonial. White people. <laughs> Being <laughs> dickholes. <laughs> Probably. Good. Good? What? <laughs> what? No. Oh, my God. You heard good. it here, Cody? No, it's good you do. It's good you do. It was good you do. Originally built by the Dutch East India Company as a replenishment station for ships, the site also served as military fortress and prison during the Second Boer War from 1899 to 1902. Today, you can tour the fort's many rooms and buildings, including the gruesome torture chamber, but you might want to prepare yourself for a ghost sighting. Back in the 1700s, Governor Peter Van Newt condemned several men to be hanged to death. One of the men cursed the governor from the gallows, and Van Newt died of a heart attack later that day. According to the Castle of Good Hope's official website, his ghost has been haunting the battlements ever since. See, my problem with this one, I mean, my problem with a lot of these ghost stories is I feel like there are a lot more unjust and bullshit deaths in South Africa than just some guy being hanged in the 1700s by some white people. But the interesting part you know what is, I mean? it, is that he cursed the guy that did it, and the guy died later that day. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Well, it sounds like they just added that after the fact. Like, the guy just died, and they're like, must have cursed him. And then that became the story. No, he cursed him from the bellow. The you don't gallows. think they made that up after? No. You think, oh. No, no, no. You don't? No, I trust. I can go to the official website here. Right. Is it the tourist board or the ghost tour board or whatever? Um, oh, I don't think they're pay- paying for the domain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't trust it. <laughs> they can't even afford to keep the lights on. No. Wow. Or the sights on, depending it how was, you look at it. It was too scary. No one wanted to go anymore. I guess that's true, because yeah. Because... People were getting cursed. People didn't want to be cursed. Wait, wait, he was actively still cursing people? Yeah, I guess. That's what I think. I mean, it's possible. You hear his voice in the distance. Yeah. Cursing. (laughs) Just like, fuck, fuck, jet, ass. Yeah, and if you're not used to that kind of language, you're surely going to I mean, especially if you have children. Yeah, you'll be like, my kids can't hear this. <laughs> my kids can't hear these dirty words. Um, we watched that movie in South Africa with Idris Elba. <laughs> Which one? The Beast. Or was that in South Africa? Well, I assume because Chantal Coldplay was in it, so I assumed it was South Africa. I don't know if it was. I don't know. I only assume because of Chantal Coldplay. <laughs> I feel like that's assuming a lot. It was somewhere uh, to a South African game reserve. See? There you go. I I think my assumption was uh, accurate and uh, deserved. (laughs) I mean, it could have been anywhere in Africa, though. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a valentine, don't have a valentine. 
you know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open it uh, up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all and online and everything so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're gonna see you again in person and it's more of a connection no do online do better help that's right so don't forget go to betterhelp.com slash spooked to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash spooked well, they wouldn't have got Charlotte Coldplay if it wasn't in South Africa. They might have. No, his whole thing is being in District Nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, let me take you to uh, California. Oh, California love. Take you to the Queen Mary. Oh, how about that? Nah. You probably heard of that. <sighs> probably. aside from a brief stint as a warship in world war ii the rms queen mary served as a luxury ocean liner from 1936 to 1967 during that time it was the site of at least one murder yeah a sailor being crushed to death by a door in the engine room is that a murder (laughs) that doesn't sound like a murder and children drowning in the pool (laughs) i mean how wouldn't you feel like a real piece of shit if you drown in a pool on a boat? <laughs> like you're surrounded by the ocean on a thing keeping you out of the ocean and you still drown. Kids are dumb, man. That's the thing. Kids you, are dumb. Well, you assume you don't need a lifeguard for a pool boat. No, I don't think you do. I think you do have lifeguards still. Really? Yeah. Why? Of course. They can't be that. It's not that deep of pools. Unlike a cruise ship, yeah, they'll have full-size swimming pools. You know how big a cruise ship is? Yeah, I know they're pretty big, but Tonkin like... big. You think they got a lifeguard on there? Maybe not back then, but now, yeah, for sure. Just for liability reasons. Really? Really. I don't... Well, I guess... I don't go to a lot of, like, public pools and stuff like that. I so. mean, I don't either, but I know that they have lifeguards. I know that in my uh, condo building, when I had a pool in it... Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lifeguard. No, but you probably have to sign a waiver when you sign the lease that anything that happens to you is your problem. They, I signed one that uh, what happens in the pool stays in the pool. <laughs> right. And that's why you kept like dumping in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, surely this will benefit me more than them. 
good thing your name wasn't on the lease, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, children drowning, drowned in the pool. Mm-hmm. The city of Long Beach purchased the ship in 1967 and turned it into a hotel. And it still serves that purpose today. Although the reported ghosts of the deceased passengers uh, get to stay for free. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, can you imagine they build them? Can you invoice the spirit world? Um, you should try it. Yeah, I guess I can try. Get me an envelope. That's how we make our money. That's how we finally make our billions. Yeah, if you can, if you can use the names of dead people to vote for you, why can't you use those names of dead people to pay you money? Well, here's the estates. Here's a helpful tip for when you go to stay on stay on the Queen Mary. Yeah, life Um, jacket. So lifeguard. If you want an extra dose of spine tingling experience, life alert necklace. Visit the ship's engine room. Lifesaver candies. That's the hotbed. Mm. Did you hear it? The engine room. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's on? I don't think the engine room's on. Um, because the engines no, probably don't work no you, more. Well, no, it's a stationary like hotel now. Mm. But like that's the hotbed. And paper and stuff. You got to visit. I don't think you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you heard. <laughs> You have it's the hotbed for the paranormal activity. Stationary hotel for pens and paper and <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. staplers. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. That's where all the ghosts are. They're in the engine room for some reason. Will this be the last episode of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you decide. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had quite a few stories here. You got to choose the um, most haunted country, but we do need a little bit of uh, a horse in the race for us too. Mm. So we got to go to the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel in Canada. In Banff? Well, it just says Canada, so we can't be sure. (laughs) True. That's true. Built in 1888 to encourage tourism and sell train tickets. Yeah. The Chateau-style hotel sits Chateau. pretty by the Rocky Mountains in Canada's Banff Natural National Park. There you go. Uh, is that in Banff? Probably. But it gets a tad more gothic once you get inside. Uh-oh. There's a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first floor hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer's gifts across the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we aren't talking about the architecture. Oh, uh, Calgary Herald reported several resident ghosts, including a bride who supposedly fell down the stone staircase during her wedding. They love the ghost stories in Calgary mm-hmm. when we were there. It's true. I think they they have lots of hauntings out there. I guess. Well, that's the big that's that's our hotbed. It's not an engine room. It's Calgary. Yeah. Do you think the mountains trap the ghosts from uh, going out to sea? Good. Well, I mean, this ghost was just on her wedding, and she fell down a stone staircase. Oh, no, down the stairs. That's what killed her. And you know that at least somebody started laughing and then was like, oh, no, she's hurt. Oh, yeah. 100% (laughs) that happened. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That would really... That would suck, laughing when someone falls and then they end up dying. Yeah. I can see it happening very easily. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm sure if I fell down um, and died, all of you guys <laughs> would laugh at me for a while before you uh, even checked on to see if I was still alive. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know if you were doing a bit. Yeah, where my bones sticking out of my 
arm. <laughs> so good thing he got all that fake bone. <laughs> no, this is this is good bone, sti- healthy bone sticking out of my arm. Well, I, the Fairmont Banth Springs Hotel mm-hmm. has a less tragic spirit as well than that woman. Okay, so wedding day, fell down the stairs and died. Yeah, this is a less tragic one, though. Mm-hmm. Sam the Bellman. <laughs> okay. And old Sam the Bellman, who worked for the hotel in 1975, um, claimed to everybody that he will one day come back and haunt this joint. See, this is more depressing to me. (laughs) I mean, you know what? It's just an accident. You died. Yeah, sad. But just an old guy who worked there for God knows how long, (laughs) had no fucking life. And the only thing that defined him was being a bellman at this place. Well, you want to know how he haunts it? And now he lives there for eternity doing the same fucking thing. He said when he was alive he was going to do it. And you want to know how he haunts it? How does he haunt it? Uh, he supposedly pulls shifts to help people with their bags oh before he disappears. God. Like I said, remember, <laughs> ghosts are losers. <laughs> and this guy is the epitome. Well, no, he loves his job. That's sad. Sam loves his job. It's depressing. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work to live, not live to work. That's what, all I'm saying. And this guy died to work, so wouldn't you do that? No. You don't. You love your job enough. No. Start slinging. No. Slinging drinks. <laughs> no. 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 If I could not work, I would not work. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, that's true. You've been trying to find a way out. Yeah, I saw you at some of the expensive hotels that's trying right. to pick up rich cougars. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so far, they don't want me. <laughs> so I've been throwing craps in the alley, <laughs> open a win big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of those alley cats uh, throwing dice against the wall the have the is real riches. Nobody around here is playing, so I'm just practicing. Well, you're doing a hell of a job, and I'm can sure you really it practice be. on a game of chance. You can, I guess. It won't work, but no. you can. No, I guess you can get your um, form down. That's true. Yeah, I got great for form. a legal role. Ha! You don't want to do an illegal role. You got to get your uh, your your big money, big money, no whammy chant going down too. You have to practice so that when you hit the dice off the wall, they don't go into the sewer. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it looks, and it bounces, and it looks like it's about to be a six, and then it goes in the sewer. In, like, super slow motion, it does it, too. Yeah. And then it just very slowly careens down into the water. Oh, yeah. But that's why you have a flashlight on your phone, so you can check what the number. And then the guy you're is. playing against pulls out a gun, and he says, you go down there, and you check on that dice, and see what that roll was. All right. I can do that. And then you go down... And then you finally, you find the dice. Snake you, eyes. Yeah, you, you got snake eyes down there. <laughs> yeah. That's why he wanted you to check, you knew. <laughs> yeah, then I'd look like a real idiot. Mm-hmm. Covered in turds. <laughs> yep, covered in turds, no money left to you. Yeah. Back to work you go, bum. That's true, back to back to getting those cougars. Yep, you'll, you'll have to go right back to work, and you'll probably have to work until after you're dead. True. Just like Sam. Fuck. Is that what happened to Sam? Yep. Oh, man. He had so much debt that he had to keep working <laughs> after. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I respect Sam for having such a passion for getting people's bags to their room. Right. Maybe his passion wasn't the work. Maybe he just liked touching other people's stuff. Oh, you think he was looking inside? 
No, not necessarily. I just think he maybe had a weird uh, kink for touching people's things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and by things, I mean objects, not their bits, you know? Yeah, I guess it's the feeling of having their bag in your hand and going, I could steal this at any moment. Yeah. And just knowing you have that power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just like... That's someone else's. It's and like I'm in control of it now. It's like uh, Christopher Walken in that one movie. There's a I forget what the movie is, but there's one where he's like a gangster and he's got a knife in his pocket the whole time, mm-hmm. and the entire movie he's got his hands in his pockets and he's holding this knife that you never see in the movie. This was just his character choice, just so that he could walk around the whole movie and smile at everybody like I could cut you at any second. <laughs> And that was his entire character choice. <laughs> I mean, it worked for me. <laughs> I don't know if I've even seen this movie, but I, 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 I can see it and I can believe it. Yeah, he's a dangerous man. You know, the thing about that is, is that there are people who are that, like, just weird. And uh, I can see people doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like in real life. Not in real life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of confidence you need. I guess, I to guess. be a gangster. I guess so. I guess so. So, we heard all of these ghost stories from okay, different countries. Okay, so we have South Africa, China, a uh, couple in the States. Two in the States. Two yeah. in the States. See, that's that's what's tricky is because we have multiple ones in the States. Uh, you count South Africa, Iceland, mm-hmm. Ireland. Ireland, Canada. Canada, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying the U.S., we have a larger sample size yeah but does that affect your choice well no it shouldn't affect your choice because well i think that if anything Mm -hmm. um it makes you uh dislike both stories why because you don't like hearing ghost stories to begin with oh we had savannah too savannah georgia yeah that's what i was saying and chicago and chicago too right and the queen mary i forgot about the chicago one California. Yeah. So I guess, Yeah. I guess you can separate those and say country or state. Right. Well, I mean, I guess if we're looking from like a US based site, they probably think of the states as different countries. But I think that there's an obvious answer here of what the really? scariest place is. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I think that regardless if ghosts were seen or not, there was a murder that happened in Iceland. There was murders that happened in China. Oh, in that and the Forbidden Palace. Regardless, the kids drowned in that pool. <laughs> yeah, but that's just bad parenting. <laughs> um, but yeah, sure, in that palace. But in Iceland, you know, a woman was put. The priest grabbed a woman, whether she was a ghost or not, and dunked her in a mud pit. In a hot mud pit. I mean, that's funny though. I don't necessarily. <laughs> I don't necessarily. I find that scary. I like the Iceland one. You like the Iceland one? Yeah. Killing the landlord and the wife? Too far. You think? But that's why it's scary. I think it's uh it's a it's an omen of things to come. I mean, maybe you maybe Maybe. You, I don't know. I otherwise I'm kind of growing attached to Sam the Bellman. Okay. So he's your 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 spookiest place is Sam the Bellman? <laughs> Are you gonna have to go to Palm Springs just to meet Sam? Uh Banff. Oh, he was in Banff, right. I was, why was I thinking the Queen Mary one? <laughs> That's true. You got to go to Banff to meet Sam the Bellman, eh? Yeah. I'm not going to the Queen Mary. A guy got crushed by a door. <laughs> yeah. Which was apparently a murder. 
I guess, at I least. Guess. Well, I guess they're saying that one guy that got crushed by the door, and then all no of the guard. children that drowned in the pool, one of them had to have been a murder. You think? Just likely one of them had to have been. Why? Odds. <laughs> Odds? You're a betting man. You play dice in the alleys. I guess that's true. I mean, if we go down to one of the public pools near us, and we ask the lifeguards of all the people who have drowned here, which I'm sure there's a lot. I don't think. How many were murders? I don't think that you talked to... Do you think they would know that? I think that if you Do you, you think the, the 17-year-old public... lifeguard doing no. their summer job would I don't think that. that that many people drown in public pools. Maybe not because they have lifeguards. Well, yeah, but Back then, they didn't. I don't think that there's enough that you would go to... I don't... Mm. Well, for one, I think that if you met a teenage lifeguard and they did see a murder, they're not working there anymore. I'm just a teenage lifeguard, <laughs> baby. It's a very musical day for me. Yeah, you're in a mood. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Wow. So, yeah, I don't think they're working there anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I don't know. What are you choosing? I, I made mm. my choice. I'm probably going to go with... The the Forbidden Palace. Oh, I thought you were going with South Africa because no. that curse worked so well. No, you were caught up on that. I thought it was lame. Um, I thought you f- we were like that was really cool, Cody. I didn't give a shit about their colonial bullshit. <laughs> I thought you were going with the Oriental Theater for sure. Well, I mean, close. <laughs> I I was uh, in the same category, I guess. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, so you're going with uh, China being scary. I'm going with Iceland. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess that's uh, all we have for today. A nice, uh, short and sweet little taster, unless you have any more discrepancies. Well, I feel like we 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 had our, our grievances kind of coming out throughout. I think it's okay. I think we'll leave it for now. If you want to hear more grievances, uh, write to us. Yeah. And also, we're getting a lot of our uh, survey we posted yeah. a while ago filled out. Who's filling out this survey? I know it's none of you listening because it's all about fucking snap judgment. So that's my uh, discrepancy. That's my fucking grievance. Yeah. Snap judgment? Yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop voting that you want to see more Glenn Washington on the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's tr- well, and you know what? It's not his show. <laughs> you know what? Glenn, if you're out there, come on the show. We have talked to him before. I don't know if we've ever said that, that we have talked to him and he did want to do the show at one point. Glenn, come on. We're ready for you. And apparently the audience is too. Yeah. It seems like your audience wants you on our show. It seems like our audience just wants our show to be another one of his shows. <laughs> wow. I mean, if we got bought out by Snap Judgment and we just had to do what they wanted us to do, I'd be fine with that. I mean, here's the thing. Glenn hasn't been doing the spooky stories as long as we have. No, we were first. We were doing it longer. He he pushed us out of the market with his clout. He's about a year away from being so tired like we are. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's true. So sick, tired, and sore. Yeah. 
But if you want to see our sick, tired, and sore bodies live, oh. then you can go to Toronto Fan Expo in That's August. True. End of August, um, 24th to 27th that's going on. We'll be there all weekend. We'll be performing a Spooked Live as well mm-hmm. as there'll be some shows that I'll be hosting too, a stand-up show and everything like that. We'll all be having a good time. You're going to have a good time. Come on down. Come see everything. Come uh Spend a lot of money. Yeah, well, and, and show us your spooked shirt that you got on the sonar That's shop. True. Whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we got a shirt for you. That's darn right we do. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 